Welcome to the seven dimensions of wellness. This episode will talk about one of the seven dimensions: spiritual, physical, emotional, career, intellectual, environmental, and social. Tonight's dimension will focus on physical. Our guest is a multi-time champion in judo. He won over six gold medals in the country. He also has a master in English as a second language. That's ESL. And did I mention that we've been friends since grade school? Maybe not. So let's all welcome Bryden. Hey, man. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Hey, brother. <laughs> hey, it's been a while. I know. Uh, it's like, it's been like forever. Uh, it, it has been like forever, maybe three months. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, stupid, stupid pandemic. I know, dude. <laughs> All right, so dude, can you tell us more a little bit about yourself? Well, besides the judo thing and, of course, the teaching thing, of course, when it comes to judo, it's been part of me ever since I got into it. I started back in high school. Specifically, this wasn't actually my first physical sport. It was supposed to be taekwondo. Unfortunately, I didn't connect to taekwondo the way I connected to judo. That's why... When it comes to judo, it's always been associated with me. Whenever someone asks me if who is Bryden besides a teacher, judo is the next is the next description when it comes to it. Damn! So nobody, no one really messed with you growing up. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> oh no! Oh man! Uh, did you also have your fair share of um, difficulties growing up, man? Of course, one of the things that I've learned about judo especially when it comes to the world of mixed martial arts self-defense is not primarily about kicking ass taking names and making them cower and fear with your capabilities it's about learning to become the better man in every word everything can actually be settled in words and of course during that period of time growing up you all know what happened to us during elementary uh-huh. yep. <laughs> bullies <so. laughs> yeah bullying <laughs> Yeah, not just the bullying, but also the culture that came after elementary. It became worse. But uh, judo didn't solve that. It was the discipline of morals of judo that actually solved that. Oh, not I... the physical itself. Mm, it's it's really not about kicking ass, though. Mm-mm. Okay, I gotcha. Because, uh, you know, for the audience, you know, knowledge... Uh, I want to tell you that yes, we have been best friends since uh, grade school. The sad thing is, we only had a chance to bond in front of our classmates when our science teacher, you know, paired us together for a reporting. I I don't know if you still remember that. Do you still remember that, man? Of course, I still remember. How can I forget <laughs> it? The, our disaster of a moment during that period of time. I I think our topic was hypothesis or something like that. Yes. It was scientific. Some, yes. It was scientific format of research, something like that. Uh-huh. But uh, then afterwards, we had to create a intro to conclusion. What happens if you do this? You do that. And we just suddenly just went with ourselves and like uh, we reenacted some of the. Uh, some of the Nickelodeon famous shows from Kiki Palmer's uh, to The Office. I think that was the show. And oh, yeah. the iCarly stuff. To iCarly. It was, it was phenomenal. As in, in that one period, we were famous. Unfortunately, it didn't take over. So I know. Ah, c'est la vie. I know. That, that's uh, short-lived because uh, after grade school, uh, we 
I mean, yeah, we had different schools, and that's how I met Gam, and you know, the rest is history, and and all that. But, uh, dude, I do want to ask though, because you already brought this up while you were talking about judo and taekwondo. Like, um, what makes judo different from the other sports that you have tried, though? Okay, uh, Jerome, you've been in my best friend from my brother to another mother. Oh hell yeah! You've, <laughs> you've ex- we've all experienced trying out the different kinds of sports back in San Roque until to Peds, and you know what happened. Well, specifically, you went back to San Roque, I went to Peds, so yep. you get the picture. So, ah, yeah. so anyway, so when we tried different sports, I tried basketball. Although I saw some of the bullies there, but I could I admit that uh, when I was playing with them, they didn't bully me. But uh, I didn't connect to the sport, not because of the bullies, but it, I never really felt too happy about it. It was like I can analyze the game, but I'm more of a coach when it comes to basketball. I can point point uh, what you did wrong as an analyst, but uh, I'm that difficult in playing basketball i can't even do a layup properly exactly me that's too how, that's the problem about it and then if you go to other sports like volleyball oh man i stink at volleyball i just like i just like seeing the girls but dude. damn it <laughs> dude come on calm down <laughs> not really like, um yeah we all had that hey. phase back in high yeah, school come on mm-hmm. Yeah, come on! Don't be, don't be, don't be shy. You know that you also were, you were also looking at them too. Uh, yeah. But true skills, true skills, not through, through their looks. Yeah. We were in, into this, into their skills. Definitely, come on, man. Okay, so just for the viewers and out if, there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. I know it's a, it's a friendly show. Sorry, sorry. We're in PG, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're in PG. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Gotta keep it PG. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll keep it PG. My God, this, this ain't. We're not in A. This is not AEW. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're not in AEW, man. We're in WWE. So. <laughs> oh yes. Oh, I have to follow a damn script. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. <laughs> so okay, I'll make the long story short. So from all the different kinds of sports that were common, judo had this one factor that I didn't saw to everything to all of the sports. Even though they had it, it's not comparable to that to them, and that's uh, discipline in terms of physical and spiritual it doesn't just affect you in the physical way of course it's going to be an output if you train hard you grind it out for like 24 hours seven days a week it you'll get the body that you deserve you'll even get washboard abs through judo i'll be the first one to say that because i experienced that firsthand however the thing that made it even work is the emotional and the physical combination when it comes to Japanese culture, since this is where judo came from, one of the things that I've learned is that discipline not only in improving to yourself on a daily basis, but also improving day in and day out for other people who are also looking out to you as a role model. Not just, maybe not a role model as a role model, but how you look at life itself. It doesn't matter if mm-hmm. you don't get the results right away. Some people get the best results. Through, through the years, through the process. After all, none of us became this great until we went through the process and how the discipline works. Yeah. If you look at the other sports, yeah, they're very disciplined, but they're more into party-heavy. Most mixed martial artists can't do party-heavy stuff. There are some stories in basketball. I won't drop any names, but let's just say that they can actually participate in a tournament 
even when they're hangover. But wow. in judo, it's different. If you participate in a hangover and participate in a hangover type of drinking, and then the following day you will have a tournament or a very hard training or a hardcore type of training, you won't be able to keep up because of the liquor stuck is still stuck <laughs> into your body. And at the same time, how dizzy you are. <laughs> trust me, trust me when I say, even working after a night out is already frustrating because the because of the breathing process because the liquor is still within you so that's how fundamental judo is if you want to train and become more physical you have to be disciplined that's the one thing that i saw and different from other things and of course it's grappling and of course self-defense those are the most common parts but the number one is definitely discipline exactly definitely because i remember Uh, we had this conversation in the past. Uh, I'm not sure when that was, but when you told me about judo, you explicitly reminded me that judo is related to being gentle. Because uh, judo means that it's like a gentle fist. Am I right? A gentle way of throwing someone, but not just being gentle in the sense of throwing someone, but mm-hmm. gentle in the sense of being also compassionate and kind exactly and it kind of reflects uh, your personality as well because uh, throughout our conversation now uh, you did mention that uh, basketball volleyball we never really connected to those sports sports <laughs> so um, and uh, how can i say this we did also mention wwe and aew which are of course professional wrestling <laughs> the, the <laughs> latter in which is a uh, A little bit questionable for some people. Uh, did it also play a huge influence in your life, man? Like watching wrestling growing up? Definitely. I would definitely say it. At first, I didn't see most of the judo judo parts until, until I saw the MMA players came to WWE and also seeing them in the UFC ring or in the, in the octagon. I'll be specific in the name drops yes. of those who are in the WWE Here we go. but have a judo and jiu-jitsu background. I can definitely say Joe is a real good judo and jiu-jitsu player. It's a rare combination to become a judo player but to also do jiu-jitsu. That's a rare case. Mm-hmm. So the submissions are actually true. If you apply them in our combat, in our training, you can actually do it properly. The only difference is Joe can actually do without uh, our uniform. That's why he's able to grapple everyone. Exactly. That's why he's also like really deadly in the ring. Whenever I watch him uh, with Brock before, uh, during his feud with Brock, I think this was like around 2016. I really know yeah. that, that both of them are legit. Like, oh, shit, here we go. <laughs> here comes the pain. Lesnar does do a little does a little bit of MMA but specifically he's more into kickboxing uh, mm-hmm. the grappling is very basic for him because dude he can't he won't kick you he won't beat you through the grappling he'll beat you through the fist oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember the extreme rules man with so uh, Cena yeah if you would notice that was his first year back in WWE the punches were real oh, trust wow. me my god so for So that's one. Those are just two of the mentions. So I'll don't have to mention them all, but I'll go for the notable names. Mm-hmm. O'Reilly mm-hmm. is uh, is a definitely a ju- jujitsu player. Mm-hmm. Most of his grapples comes from the one of the hardest part, which is the advance in the legs. Mm-hmm. When 
the knee bar, the knee twist, those are some of the hardest moves to take. It takes perfection to do it. The guillotine is a basic one. Ooh. The problem is you need to place your arm just a bit. Who else? Ronda is a good jiu-jitsu, who is a phenomenal judo player. Not just phenomenal, an Olympian. Yes. If you mention Ronda in judo, he's she's associated with it. Mm-mm. And of course, the current the current ruined I mean I mean <laughs> the, the current <laughs> I mean the I mean the one of the best wrestlers right now Karrion Cross is yes. a judo player as well sorry sorry my, my mouth sorry <laughs> sorry sorry <laughs> sorry oh, sorry um, and we kind of both agree that Karrion Cross was a little bit uh, messed up when he debuted in the main roster so it was kind of like dang I was I was disappointed he lost to Hardy, an old Hardy. I know. He was a. I would understand if he lost to someone like Reigns, Owens, mm. or something new. But that was a old Hardy, an old Hardy. The the man can't literally fly. I know. How do you lose to? How do you lose to a guy that? How do you lose to an old man? No offense. <laughs> Especially Jeff. My goodness. You know, man. Um, I I also want to. Let the audience know that I also, uh, you know, love wrestling very much. That's one of the reasons why we be- be- became close. And uh, <clears throat> what's interesting about it is that for the longest time, I think you're the only person in my life, okay, in my life, who shares the same passion uh, for that sport. You know, I mean, I've met a couple of people who likes it, but they only like it because of the names like Cena, Balor. Nakamura, you know the, the SmackDown Live era. Yeah, that and was. of course, don't forget NXT before it was ugh. phenomenal. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, dude, speaking of uh, WWE, AEW, uh, I also want to ask you. Uh, this is kind of like the core question of our podcast tonight. <clears throat> how, of course. Yeah. How did judo? Impact. That's a pun. How did judo impact your life, uh, personal and a professional? Cause you're a professor. Okay. Come on, dude. Like, wow. Anyway, I don't. Don't worry. I don't wrestle my students. But, <laughs> but here's the thing. I'll relate this from the first question from physical to the to personal because it actually mixes all together. Personally, back when you were you already saw me as this timid little kid who was afraid of being bullied and uh, realizing that I wanted to fight back. I was re- fighting the wrong way, <laughs> literally. <laughs> not, that's not a pun. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you get the idea. I mean, I was doing it the wrong, the wrong answer, as in I was doing it in the wrong possible way to do it. I mean, I was fighting fire with fire. I was fighting anger with anger, basically. I wanted the bullies to feel what I feel instead of ending mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So cur- personal-wise, this is where discipline came into play. Came into play. This is where I learned work ethic, discipline, time management, and at the same time, learning how to aspire yourself. Where you don't, you're not just a guy who's standing in the crowd and being a part of the crowd. Where it's eight to five. Okay, you go to work, you enjoy your work, but you never actually improve above that. That's why judo actually helped me to become more sufficient and efficient with my career. I always look forward to improve every single day. Where did I go wrong? 
what did I do in the best way? How did I maximize my strength? How did I minimize my weaknesses? What were the opportunities to move forward? Those are one of the many, many things that made judo one of my core in my life. And until today, I'm still playing, although it's not like in the pandemic nowadays yeah. since... I can't do contact sports because I'm going to be killed by the <laughs> by the COVID. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's worse, getting thrown or being thrown by COVID. But we all know the answer. Being swabbed. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Uh, before we record these, uh, you know, Brian and I were talking about our experience with uh, the the swab test. And yeah, we both hate it. We both hate it. Yeah, who, who hate who who enjoyed that? To be honest, who enjoyed it? Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe I can ask Gam because Gam had a lot, a lot of uh, swabbing tests uh, last year. Ooh. Yeah, like a lot. So he told me as a joke that he, um, I'm immune to swab tests. Like, what? What the hell do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean you're immune? Like what? <laughs> like that. My goodness. Parang immune. Uh, siguro, ano, parang hindi uh, na siya nasasaktan. Kasi like, I, I get teary. You get teary. And, I don't know, man. <laughs> That's nice. Oh, dude, uh, before I forget though, because uh, we don't have much time, is there anything that you would like to impart to the audience as a way to, you know, give back? Okay, when it comes to the quotes about that I learned from judo, this is actually a recall. Hold on, give me, give me a second yes, to recall that one of the things that the, there is one. Okay, let me try to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, breathe, man. It's okay. okay. Okay, here's one of the best quotes that I've learned from judo, especially from our, when it comes to Jigoro Kano, is that when it comes to judo is that judo is the way of is the way to the most ef- effective use of both physical and spiritual strength judo when it comes to life and not just judo but life itself is that we learn to improve ourselves it doesn't you don't have to compete with other people nor compare to other people it's one of the things that i i impart to my students don't compare yourself to the honor students don't compare yourself to other people you have your own process. You have your own way of being a better version of yourself, if not being the best version of yourself. So focus on yourself little by little. Do the little things like studying for like five minutes after class, recalling all of your notes, and little by little, it becomes a habit. From habit, it becomes a routine. And from routine, it becomes a lifestyle. That's how judo works you slowly but surely become a best version of yourself. I didn't get those medals out of night in overnight. I had to cry a lot. I had to do a lot of push-ups, mm-hmm. a lot of training, and most importantly, I didn't become a legend in my own in UE in my own way through overnight. I had to go through the hard work. I had to go through the process. And I had to go through a lot of a lot of diet. I am not I am not joking about the diet. Trust me. It was all, but at the end, it's all worth it. You'll see to yourself, after you see yourself for like three to five years from now, you're going to look back and say, this is the best version that I got, and I'm proud of myself. And you continue moving forward and forward. That's the best advice that I can give you as to the audience as of the moment. <laughs> yes, dude, that was perfect. My 
goodness. God. Wow. My God, what happened to me? <laughs> back when I was back when I was a kid, I I would just I would just literally say to the world, "Screw you." <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I it, yeah, it's kind of like, well, welcome to adulthood, man. Well, adulthood. I'm 24, but I feel like an adult. Oh, well, dude, we are. Wait. Oh, we are? I thought we were still. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the whole point about this podcast, man. Like, we're going to impart wisdom to our audience. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> dude, I may be immature at heart, but. Come on, I'm still much. I I'm mature in my own way. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's one of the things that a lot of uh, people tell me personally, because <clears throat> they often see me as immature, childish, and when they put some task or work in front of my table, you know, in front of me, they are surprised because I overcome them. I finish them on time, and. I think that's one of the best feelings in the world to actually prove those people that, you know, please, please don't look down on me. I'm just as capable as everyone else. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't mean that we watch wrestling, we still talk about video games, and we are too excited to go to data. Base. I think that's data blitz. Data blitz. Data blitz. It doesn't mean that we are excited for the next Far Cry, Far Cry release, Spider Man, and all that. Doesn't mean that we are not capable of being matured adults in work. Mm. Our personal lives is different. Another thing that I've learned from Judah: learn to separate your personal life to the to the mats. Inside the mats, I have a different personality. Outside the mats, I have another personality. That's one of the best things that you can learn from that is learning to separate yourself. There is more work mode and there is fun mode and there is drinking mode. I mean, enjoying mode. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Mode. sorry. <laughs> okay. It's all right, man. You know, um, I, sorry, sir. Dude, sorry. I just really want to thank you so much for uh, imparting a lot, a lot of wisdom because while you were talking, I was chatting down notes on my phone. Because my keyboard is too loud. And I can't really keep up. Oh my goodness. Like there's a lot. Dude, there's a lot. And uh, I'm really <laughs> surprised. Because we never really have these these substantial conversations. Not unless we're together. Physically. And <laughs> I'm, I'm really thankful. Because one, you made time. Two, uh, you always make a great effort to remind yourself and the people around you to you know take it slow and have their own process because that's one of the things that you know a lot of people struggle with their anxiety so yeah dude thank you thank you so much thank you so much for hey i have hey i have to thank you for inviting me first and foremost i wouldn't be able to say and and part all this if i if it wasn't true and if it wasn't for you thanks man So thank you for tuning in. The show notes and everything that's mentioned in this episode will be posted soon on our Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash runawaypodcast, facebook.com slash runawaypodcast. So subscribe to the podcast, share the podcast, run away with Runaway Podcasts.